With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I'm your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with my co-host, Jack Bosley. And Jack, before we get into any basketball or Jokic or anything related to any of that stuff, I want to make sure that we... uh, you know, let the people know how we're doing. So how are you doing today, Jack? I know it's about midday today, but how's your day going so far? So far, so good, man. Just taking a little lunch break, having fun talking about the nuggets. But, uh, you know, it's it's starting to get warm. I'm starting to get, uh, you know, I'm, I never think that that affects me, but it does. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now that we're finally not snowing here in April, it's kind of nice to uh, get out and, and just kind of be active again in, in the sunshine. How about you, man? Yeah, you know, not too, not too bad. You know, had a little, uh, little interesting day so far. You know, my daughter wasn't feeling her absolute best, so you know, had to jump into, uh, you know, daddy duty and, <laughs> and make sure I, I get her taken care of. But she's all good. You know, she's all good. So as long as she was good, then the rest of my day ain't gonna be bad. Yeah, you know, so it's all sure. good, man. But yeah, it's it is it is starting to get a little bit hot now. Um, Man, just being being outside yesterday and it was like 84 degrees. I was like, yeah. bro. Yeah. It was it was the first day in a long time that I didn't have to like wear a hoodie or a jacket <laughs> or something. <And laughs> it felt weird. Like I was sitting in my car in a parking lot for a while and I was like, dude, it is hot in here. Like if I yeah. didn't have my AC on, it would have been over for me. Yeah. You know, but hey, it's all good. It's great weather for the finals. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. So Obviously, with everything happening right now with with this good old weather, um, we got to look at the landscape of the NBA right now. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Obviously, the regular season is over for everyone, um, and of course, including our Denver Nuggets, who did in fact finish first overall in the West. But they are still, right now, trying to figure out who they are going to play in the in the playoffs in the first round. So last night we did see. An interesting situation happened between the Timberwolves and the Lakers. That game was wild. Yeah. Right? That was a very, very wild game last night because what ended up happening, the Lakers were heavy favorites. Yeah. Heavy favorites going into that game um, just based off the fact that, you know, with LeBron back, AD has been playing pretty well as of late. And, of course, the little sideline debacle that the Timberwolves had that started with Rudy Gobert <laughs> punching his teammate. And then yeah. also yeah. um, Jaden McDaniels breaking his hand while walking into the locker room, just punching a wall, which 
in my opinion, makes no sense. I, you know what? I think this has happened before. I believe it might have been Blake Griffin. If I'm if I'm not really? mistaken, I'm pretty sure there was a situation where Blake Griffin punched punched like I don't know what it was like, I don't know what it was, but I do. And he ended up getting like stitches in his hand. Oh, I, wow. If somebody's listening right now, and 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 you know, you could fact check me on that. But it's just as soon as I thought about Jaden McDaniel's doing that, I I don't know why I just saw a picture of Blake Griffin doing that as well. I just feel like he, <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, so. Like I said, the Lakers were heavy favorites going into that game, and I'll be honest, you know, like I did a, I did a show yesterday with with the Denver the Denver Forum and uh, with Riggs and those guys, and man, it was it was fun. You know, we talked about just a matchup that um, we're not necessarily looking forward to, and the Lakers was that pick for me, right? Because yeah. I'm not a fan. I don't want the Nuggets playing the Lakers right now, and 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 when I say that, it's not to say that. The Nuggets aren't better because I truly believe the Nuggets are a better team than the Lakers. And I think most people would agree with that. The difference is, did you see the free throw disparity last night? Oh, oh boy. I, I don't remember what time it was, but it was something that I forgot how far into the fourth it was. But it was something where L.A. had 20 and, and Minnesota had 10. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that, that might have even been the final one. But just just I mean, that's wild. Yeah, and, and, and we spoke about it even on the show yesterday where, I mean, the the free throw disparity between the Lakers and everybody else in the league is yeah. is something that I've never seen. Like, I saw I've, that graph. I don't know if you've seen it, but that graph, it's like... I saw it. I, it, I actually have the, seen it, yeah. The Lakers line is like this purple line pretty much touching the roof, and everybody yeah. else is like right at the bottom. And yeah. it just... so. But you can't tell me that the Lakers are the only team in the league that cut to the basket a lot. Like you can't yeah. use that excuse oh, and yeah. say, well, you know, it's because they're more aggressive and more aggressive than who? Yeah. yeah. You mean to tell me that the Lakers take more free throws than the Sixers? Think about that. <laughs> with Joel Embiid and James Harden or even even the Bucks with Giannis. Like, are you serious right now? Come yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. And to your point, like a team that is a little bit, a little bit more physical like the Sixers, you're, you're shocking. Mm-hmm. They are still the ones with such a – the Lakers are still such a high-rocketed percentage. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if you can kind of – all the conspiracy theorists can bring in all the media and, and how <laughs> what Lakers bring in so they want to see the Lakers in the playoffs and LeBron and all that. But, right. yeah, to, but it, it is a real thing, at least with the foul calls, that just like – the they favor that team. So to your point, the Nuggets have been seeing the lack of that all season. Oh yeah, alone when it when you can get the more views for the Lakers. So yeah, totally agree. Yeah, it's just that's just a matchup that I did not want to see personally. But of course, we now no longer have to worry about that because the Lakers yeah. did in fact win that game, and it was so crazy how um. <laughs> just last night like there's there's a there's like new bets and stuff that are coming out where you can pick like largest comeback in a game yeah. and i saw one which was like the lakers to go down by 15 and then come back and win and i was just like yo i've never seen these bets before let me throw i threw like 50 <laughs> cents on it or 25 cents or something real small yeah and the largest lead for the or the largest deficit for the lakers was 15 yeah. So they went down by 15. They ended up coming back. So I won six bucks. And I was like, yo, man, I feel real good right now. What else is-? <laughs> um, but no, nah, it was cool, man. It was cool watching watching that game. I think their their matchup with the Grizzlies in the first round will be mm-hmm. very entertaining. Because oh, yeah. you got to think about this. Jaron Jackson Jr. 
excellent shot blocker, right? His biggest problem is not being able to stay on the floor due to foul trouble. Yeah. And what do we just talk about? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's it's for sure. So they don't have Steven Adams. They don't have Brandon mm-hmm. Clark. Mm-hmm. And now they have Jaron Jackson Jr., who attempts to block everything, who is in <laughs> who is probably gonna be fouling out a number of times in this series. So now this is really gonna be on jaw. Like jaw. Yeah. And Desmond Bain and I guess Dylan Brooks, depending on how much you really value him as a as a player, they're gonna have to go crazy yeah. for real because they're not they are absolutely not gonna get the benefit of the doubt with the whistle. Not mm-hmm. gonna happen. So, and I, I was looking at it. You're looking at this this disparity, right? Yeah. The Lakers obviously being the seventh seed, bro. The Grizzlies are barely favored. Yeah barely i think it's like crazy minus 115 like that's nothing that's crazy that's nothing so yeah so obviously the even the books are kind of being cautious they're like you know i think the lakers might (laughs) get this one i i'll tell you i think this series goes seven regardless dang okay i I truly believe that i think this is a this is a seven game series right here yeah um and it should be it should be interesting but what what were your thoughts just last night just just watching them like what do you what do you think about that? That was an ugly, ugly. I could use more prof, prof, uh, profanity, but that 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 game was ugly to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just the foul trouble everybody was getting into. Your point, even though even though it seemed like, well, I mean, the Lakers did have such a big bigger disparity about it, but it just felt so. I don't know. I feel like this game was stopping, especially in the fourth quarter. Minnesota scored twelve, like. And the fact that they were again, like to your point with, with your bet, they were up by 15. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a lot of good for the, for uh, the Timberwolves. And then obviously they showed their eighth seed by just choking in that last minute in that last whole quarter. I think they, they didn't score between the last six minutes and the last one second. Yeah. So it was like six Oh one to one second left. They scored nothing. And then they had to rely on Mike Connolly to drain all free throws. And he did luckily you yeah, know yeah. like I, like i was kind of on the edge of my seat watching him shoot those free throws because i wanted that game to go in overtime even though lebron had a beautiful pass to uh to schroeder just to let that that it right would be crazy if that was if that was the ending shot because yeah. i know they 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 kind of cracked on anthony davis after the fact and they were like yo you messed up my game winner yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah true 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 great point i mean it even then like it is kind of always gets to that conversation. Like, why are you trying to foul him if he has to make the shot kind of a thing? I don't know. You can always go back and forth with those situations, but you know, you know, you're not in the moment. I I never really dog a player a crazy amount. Like, yes, he could have made a better decision, but like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not there. So, um, yeah, man, I will say if that's how those two teams are playing against each other, if if the Denver ever sees the Lakers or the Timberwolves, my faith in the in that team has skyrocketed. And granted, they didn't have Gobert, but McDaniel's is done. They're and... better without Gobert, actually. Yeah, statistically, but... like I was looking at it yesterday, like they their win percentage without Gobert is actually higher. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, hmm. they're better without him. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, even so, let's hope he gets back healthy. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I do just have, I really need to see the Pelicans and 
Mm-hmm. To just kind of kind of wrap my thoughts up about last night or before I let you talk about last night for you, I just yeah, it it, it kind of put a lot of faith in that in Denver being the one seed. And again, with the Grizzlies, to your point, with the players out, that will definitely make a difference. But I just I don't know how the Lakers are going to look. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean just just watching just watching a game last night, very similar to what you're saying. Like it was some sloppy basketball. Yeah, it really was. Like yeah. it it's. It was like, man, like you, you're as the Lakers, you're getting cooked by Nikhil Alexander. <laughs> like it's, it's. I mean, he's all right, but yeah. it's, it's. That's not a player that should be like lighting you up. Did you see, <laughs> um, what's his name? Did you see Kyle Anderson's stat line? No, like but I, was, I did dude. watch his turnovers, <laughs> and they made me visibly just ache. <laughs> yeah. So, so with the the turnovers, yeah. Um, but I think if I, if I remember correctly, I know he had a double assist. double. Yeah, yeah, he had a double double for sure. But then I think he had like four blocks and like did, four yeah. steals, and yep. it's like, dude, he was doing all types of stuff. Yeah, you know, which is he's funny because if, if you watch the just everything until that like last six minutes, you thought, well, Kyle Anderson brought it today, but then his turnovers when it mattered most. Yeah. I mean that that was tough to watch, really tough mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they call him slow mo for a reason, man. Like sometimes. <laughs> You know, he just he just does some stuff. But I like him as a player, man. I think yeah. he is he's the type of player that I think you can absolutely have on a championship team, right? Like yeah. you you need a player that's willing to do a little bit of everything. And uh obviously that is the type of player that he is. Um, but of course, looking at just the Timberwolves in general, because it's still a possibility that that could be the first round matchup for the Nuggets, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I guess so so for me. I would not mind seeing the Timberwolves in the first round. I would not yeah. mind it. Um, but I think right now, and this this would be my question because I did ask my Twitter followers and everything um, to see what people thought. And right now, the 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 different opponents, what the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, mm-hmm. and the Thunder, those are the possibilities. Of course, depending on who wins tonight uh, between the Pelicans and the Thunder, right? Yeah. They'll match up against the Timberwolves pretty much on the road against the Timberwolves, and whoever wins that game. That's who we get. So at this very moment with the three remaining teams that that could be possibilities, who like which team would you prefer more than the other two? Yeah, I mean, it really it really depends on how you want the Nuggets to go into the second round, because I do think they're better than all three of those teams. And I would be horrified (laughs) if they lost to the first round between any of those three. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know. Cause I like when you get like an OKC, that's more of a confidence booster of like, yeah, we got like where our mojo's going. We can, we can kind of clean it up quicker. Granted, you never know what happens, but if they play the way they have been playing, they can easily clean up that, that series a lot quicker than they could. I would say Minnesota or new Orleans, but I don't know. I mean, it depends again. It depends on Zion. Those, all those quotes about him saying, like I, you obviously probably heard it, but like the fact that he's physically ready is what he said, but he's just not mentally ready. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. Jamal Murray said before he really got back to himself after his ACL tear as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you, so I just don't know when his return is. Would they bring him in in the middle of the of a round? Are they going to prepare that he's ready for round one, game one? You know. So I would say if you're looking at like, hey, we actually got a chance to win this all, it would be Pelicans definitely out of these three teams but for me personally i kind of like that i don't know i'm not gonna say clean sweep but i I would like that okc just in the sense 
you can just get a lot of steam moving and then whoever you're playing in the second round will really be your test. But I, and I think too, with how they've been sitting and how they've looked because they've been sitting so much to finish the season, I would like an easier matchup just so that they can kind of, if they, if they kind of skip a couple steps, they can catch their feet, you know, like they don't have right. to, they don't have to, cause it, with the Pelicans, like you gotta be ready game one because oh, they're yeah. a team that could easily upset the nuggets. So that being said, like, it's just, Granted, they were until I think it was January. They were the second seed for the longest time. So oh, yeah, they were good for for quite some time. Yeah. So, so I think that's just going to be the. I think it's. I think it would be better if they had an easier team, just so that they can kind of get that rust off. How about you? Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I'll tell you, there's there's something about that Timberwolves matchup, um, that I want the Nuggets to to kind of just get off their shoulders, right? Because think mm-hmm. about this. The Nuggets have actually had some issues with the Timberwolves yeah. for, a, for a little while, um, yeah. for a little while, up until they dropped them by like 30 or something like that this season. But prior to that, like even going back to, what was it, maybe I believe it was 2018, I believe, where the Nuggets had to play the Timberwolves for like the final playoff spot. Like it was like their last thing, and then the Nuggets lost that mm-hmm. game. Um and then the Timberwolves went on to lose to Ugh. Houston in the first round. I remember that. Painful. But, but you know, just even going back to that, like the Timberwolves just from that moment, they've always played the Nuggets pretty well. Yeah. I mean, yes, Jokic had that like game winner that he hit like over Carl Anthony Towns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, those, the Nuggets had moments. But overall, as a Nuggets fan, you're watching that team and you're like, man, they, they always seem to really put pressure on the team. It don't matter who's really out there. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would, I would actually think that the Timberwolves themselves, if the Nuggets were to play them in the first round, because obviously they will have home court advantage for their second yeah. play-in game, right? I think, I think it'll, I think it'll be a longer series than we think, right? Yeah. Um, because Anthony Edwards is not going to play like that again. Like last night, he was horrible, <laughs> yeah. horrible, yeah, and I cannot. Awful. I cannot picture him playing like that again. Carl um, Anthony Towns always seems to get up to play against Jokic. Um, he just likes playing against other bigs that everybody thinks is better than him. Like that's kind of his mentality. Yeah. yeah. But when he's playing other teams, he just don't. It don't even. He don't try to be the best. He just wants to do it in those matchups. But for sure. Um, obviously, you know, with with Mike Conley, um, it's interesting, man. Think about think about the bubble. Yeah. You remember that last shot that Mike Conley took? That could have won the series. Yeah. Dude, (laughs) I thought about that last night when he was shooting those free throws, right? I was watching him at the free throw line. I was like, man, what what would have been – what would have actually happened to the Nuggets? Like, would the Nuggets even be in this position right now today if Mike Conley had hit that shot? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, even – like, it's so funny. I still watch the end of that game sometimes, just the highlights. And even in the highlight, I get worried that the shot is going to go. It's like the weirdest weirdest thing in the world. It's like, hold on. I was like, oh, my gosh, please. Yeah, 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 I know. But that was a crazy series, man. 
Yeah, man. I mean, he last night when it mattered most, he put the team on his back, and yeah. I felt like I felt like in overtime, and Grandley only scored four points in overtime. But like, I just felt when they were, tr- he was trying his hardest, and that's when it was really tough to watch Cat and Kyle Anderson, like those kind of guys, kind of choking in that position. I'm not saying they're bad in clutch; they right, can right, be. Right. But like, I just think that with Mike Connolly, I, I felt so bad for him because that he literally did everything he could. It felt in those last minutes and it just came up short because the rest of the team was slumping. So to your point, like they, they are a team that similarly to the Pelicans, even without Zion, like they're, they're definitely a thorn until, until that Denver hits that fourth win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, that'll be interesting. I mean, I don't, I would love them to play the thunder. Yeah. You know, definitely would yeah. love that, but I, I don't know, man. I just can't, I can't picture the thunder winning. Yeah. Like I, I can't picture them beating the pelicans tonight i just i can't see it although it can happen because think about this who is the best player in that series to you yeah. to me to me it's sga right so sure. when you have the best player in the series mm-hmm. you always have a chance yeah always so i think that this game will be really competitive tonight man like it just it feels like it feels like it'll be very similar to the lakers and and timberwolves like it feels like it'll go down to the wire type of like you got to make a last couple of shots sga hitting some buckets brandon yeah. ingram hitting some buckets back and forth but i think it'll come down to the others right and when i say others how many plays can josh giddy make tonight true how many plays can cj mccullough make or can we can we go even further down the line can jalen williams make some impact as a rookie can he yeah. really show up and, and make some things happen tonight trey murphy these these guys, I think these are the ones that that's going to end up carrying the game as opposed to just SGA and Brandon Ingram. So, sure. and then is Valanciunas going to show up? Like, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. he because he's he's like I don't understand him sometimes, man. He is so talented as a big, and then sometimes he he doesn't show any effort. Like, you would have twenty rebounds one night, and then all of a sudden there's three rebounds the next night. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So we'll see what that looks like tonight against, you know, with those teams, but it should be interesting. Yeah. What's interesting too will be that, I mean, of course Zion's out, but Alvarado is officially out for tonight mm-hmm. and Larry Nance jr. Is I, I don't know if he's, I, I know he's questionable. So it's like right. that that's a, that's a big deal because I don't believe the thunder they have. I'm, I think the only big name that they have out is Holmgren, obviously. And he's been out mm-hmm. all season, but, yeah. um, so, I mean, I think that that's definitely something to consider because you're having some of these key role players. If they're, if they're hurt, I don't know. It, it, it is one of those games where, to your point, it's going to be close, but I could – both teams – it's funny because as close as I think it's going to be, both teams have the opportunity to, like, just blow them out in a weird way. Yeah. Like, I just feel like – because both teams have shown, especially the Pelicans without Zion, that they can – they, they're up to the task, especially when the Thunder was being the Nuggets this season, but they both choke when at weird points. So that's why I'm very curious to see this matchup specifically. Yeah, I I agree. What I what I really do like about this, though, is and, and you talk about just particular players and matchups. Yeah, I am curious to see how much of a Swiss Army knife Brandon Ingram decides to play like tonight. And when mm-hmm. I say that, it's because the reason they've actually started to play better at the end of the season was because he stopped just trying to score. Yeah. Right. Once he started to crash the boards and pass the ball a whole lot more, the team started to win. And I was watching that because I was betting on it. Right. So <laughs> I'm, I pay attention to stats. I pay attention to, 
just different game trends. And I'm watching Brandon Ingram and I'm like, man, this dude is about to get another double double. Like he yeah. had like a couple games right before the season ended with double digit assists or double digit rebounds. He had a couple triple doubles. Like he's starting to understand that in order for him to become that next level of elite player in this league, you got to yeah. do a little bit of everything. One thing I do like about Josh Giddy, on the other hand, is he already knows that. True. He's he plays that way already. He may not have the offensive arsenal that Brandon Ingram does. But he already understands rebounding and assisting, you know. And, of course, it's kind of easy when you got SGA on your side, too, to yeah. kind of feed the ball, too. So, dude, that's going to be a really interesting matchup tonight. Um, like I said, honestly, I think I think the Nuggets win all three of those series. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect the Nuggets, man. I'm not yeah. going to disrespect them and say they can't beat a Timberwolves, a Thunder, oh, yeah. or, or a Pelicans team. I'm not going to sure. say that, you know. So, but just like you said, Right now, we just need to see a confident Nuggets team. We need to see a team where – because everybody's healthy, right? Yeah. Like like everybody is healthy right now, and, you know, there's there's no excuse. And I think that is where we are. We've talked about it continuously over the last few months about the fact that right now there are no excuses. There are no more distractions because think about it. The MVP stuff, gone. All that stuff, gone. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing else to think mm-hmm. about but this thing for the team. This is it. There's no individual nothing. All that individual yeah. crap is out of the window. So yeah. everybody can focus on the, the overall team goal, and that is to win a championship. And if they can get it done this year, beautiful. If not, more than likely, Michael Malone will be gone. That yeah. is that's yeah. <laughs> that's just what it is. I know there's still a lot of people listening, a lot of people out there who you know who love Michael Malone and they don't see any faults in him at all. And you are welcome to believe that. Yeah, But for me, as somebody who pays attention to different things throughout the game and I watch adjustments or lack thereof, mm-hmm. I can't see a situation where the Nuggets lose in the first or second round yeah. and Michael Malone is still on this team going into next season. I just can't see it. Agreed. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> it's it, he is hopefully. I know sometimes a lot of times when you want a head coach, they typically stay when you want them gone, but hopefully this is a now or never for him because I don't know. I, for me, it's, I know we've all taught, we've kind of drilled it, drilled it into all the listeners heads at this point, but we want it to still be a never regardless of the outcome. Yeah. Um, right. But you know, of course I'm going to root for him because if he's failing, then the team's failing. So yep. we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm just curious going into the second round, what what that phoenix clippers series is going to look like too right. yeah especially just because phoenix i mean denver manhandled them when their team was healthy but the and barely lost when as i think the only starter that played in those two games was Aaron gordon so you know did he play in the second game yeah first just the first so okay he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. i meant to say like out of the two games no, I, I the only you. one he played yeah, or, yeah. or the only starter that played was Aaron gordon once <laughs> so gotcha. it's like that team i have a lot more confident even with kd i don't know i just don't know but the clippers even them i mean who do you who do you got more faith in denver or like who do you have more faith in denver playing against phoenix or the clippers the clippers yeah the clippers i i just i don't the clippers don't match up well with the nuggets like the nuggets have have had the the clippers number for for quite some time really since the bubble like it's it's (laughs) Ever since that whole Millsap and and 
you know, yeah. Morris situation where the Nuggets yeah. were down 3-1 and they started talking that trash. Ever since then, the Nuggets have pretty much owned them every time. And sure. I don't see this being any different, honestly. I just – I don't. Um, so, yeah, I think if somehow the Clippers beat the Suns in the first round, which I would be very <laughs> surprised if they pulled oh, yeah. that off. Oh, yeah. Um, I I think if they you know if the Nuggets are in the second round with them I think the Nuggets win that series in five or six the most I don't yeah I don't see that series going the distance I don't see it no I I think this this different this Nuggets team today is not going to lose to that Clippers team at least yeah. I I can't personally see it you know maybe yeah. there's something that I'm missing but yeah. it just seems matchup wise because if you look at it the only real matchup that they'll have a player that's quote unquote better mm-hmm. is small forward. Yeah. I mean, unless Paul George is back, then of course you can kind of wipe, you know, it'll be the two and the three, because of yeah. course I'm sure people will take Paul George over KCP. For sure. And people, <laughs> Yeah. And people would take, you know, Kawhi over MPJ. Right. But I mean, do you take Russell Westbrook over Jamal Murray? <laughs> yeah. No. Is it, right. So, yeah. and, and, I, I can't I can't really picture I mean of course you're not taking Zubots over Jokic. <laughs> you know, I mean I don't know who's who's what who's the Clippers starting power forward right now? Is it because I know um because I know I'll tell you the one thing about the Clippers, their lineup changes so often. Yeah. Like they would even Batum was starting at center at some point. I mean, he may actually be starting at power forward now. Um, but I'm still taking Aaron Gordon over Nicholas Batum, right? So yeah. although Nicholas Batum has had some really good games, even going back to, you know, when he was on the uh, the Blazers, he's had some really good games against the Nuggets over the years. But mm-hmm. and then of course you start looking at the bench. This that that matchup would be kind of interesting because you would have a lot of people on the bench just looking at y'all like, hey, I remember you. We used to yeah, be teammates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, in the whole bowl. If they're not fighting. Yeah, if they're not fighting. You, know? <laughs> you got the, you got two former Nuggets fighting each other, and, and yeah. well, it wow. was really it was really just bones, really. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. looking back at that clip, like, and did did you see the plays that led up to that situation? Like, I've watched like a video that detailed exactly. Yeah, yeah. So so what happened on that play? Um, and this this I'll send you the video once we get done here. But For sure. Um. Bones is on the floor with Norman Powell and Mason Plumley, right? They're just running a couple plays in a row. Bones brings the ball up. He passes it, but he wants the ball back. He does not get the ball back. Um, so Plumley passes it off to Norman Powell. Norman Powell shoots. Then next play, Norman Powell forces the ball into the paint. He does score. They, um, the other team goes down to the other side, shoots. Mason Plumley gets the rebound, but Bones is running next to him, clapping his hands like, mm. yo, pass me the ball. He waves him off and goes. He runs straight down the court, coast to coast, and then he he passes it to someone who misses, and then Plumley got the rebound and scored. And yeah. at that moment, Bones is walking away with his head down, and he's just looking like out of it. So as they walk, and mind you, this this all came off of a, a Clippers made bucket. Yeah, that's when yeah, all yeah, this yeah, stuff happened. Yeah. Like they had just scored. Okay. The other team took a timeout, and they're walking to the huddle. And he is Bones is clearly jawing something at Plumlee almost to say, dude, I was open. Why yeah. you, you ain't passing me the ball? Blah, blah, blah. And then that whole situation happened where he pushed Plumlee in the chest. And it's like, dude, what is going on? Yeah. You know, like I just I just thought, and the fact that that happened with the other incident, the Timberwolves incident, the last day of the season was kind of crazy. It's like everybody's getting off their their feelings on the last night of the year. Um yeah. 
but yeah, that I honestly believe, you know, if the Nuggets play that, that Clippers team, man, I just I don't think they have enough to beat the Nuggets. I don't. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. The Suns, on the other hand, I I right now I would still take the Nuggets, but yeah. it's seven. Like yeah. I think <laughs> I think that series goes as far as possible, and by seven I mean overtime. In <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's how that matchup feels to me. Um, because as much yes, they have quote unquote more star power. Um, I think the Nuggets still have that that chemistry. Yeah. Right. Once once this team is really gelling. So really, it comes down to star power versus chemistry, which yeah. one is going to be which one is going to is going to benefit, you know, that particular team more. Yeah. Right. I mean, of course, Kevin Durant is who he is and he can definitely carry that team. Um, but you're still going to have to guard Devin Booker at the same time. You're going to have to guard Chris Paul with those mid range shots. DeAndre Ayton is still a problem for the Nuggets. Yeah. Right. So which Nuggets team is going to show up and by, by which Nuggets team is going to show up. I mean, who's going to show up off the bench. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we going to yeah. see Reggie Jackson, the, the last game of the season, Reggie Jackson, the Reggie yeah. Jackson who played against the Suns, Reggie Jackson. If we get that one, we, we, we got a conversation for sure. Are we going to see Thomas Bryant who played in the last game of the season, that version of him? Cause he played pretty well. Are we getting, are we going to get Peyton Watson minutes in the playoffs? Yeah. That's the question. Michael Malone, what are we doing? Peyton Watson, Christian Brown, we need more minutes from those guys. So for, sure. for, for you, um, just looking at the Clippers and and the Suns, who would you personally prefer playing against? Well, I mean, yeah, you nailed it. It would definitely be the Clippers. And I think to your point, it's how the matchups look. And and I definitely have faith. Because like you have questions about the Nuggets bench. I feel like the Clippers are kind of in a similar boat. I think they have a little bit more solidified bench players, but I think that, you know, if the Nuggets bench players are showing up, they're showing up and they're a really, really hard team to beat. But the issue is you have to ask if they're going to show up. So, you know, so that really plays a part when you're evaluating like who you want to see, who's coming in when. And, you know, of course I'd rather see the Clippers, but honestly with Phoenix, you make great points. I agree, but I just think, Phoenix can be a team that you can win in four I or in six, excuse me. Um, I just think that for them, I don't know if that chemistry is fully there. I don't think it's not there, but like we haven't seen them in the playoffs together yet with Kevin Durant. And of course right. it's Kevin Durant. So he's obviously just going to elevate a team, but I think they did, they did lose good pieces when they traded for him. So All are the depth, the, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's like, are you going to see those guys, or are you going to miss those guys? Like, how, are they going to, is it going to kind of be something that you thought wasn't going to be a huge deal and you could kind of patch together for now? Yeah. Or is it going to be something that implodes in the off or in the postseason? So Phoenix is, is definitely a question mark. I think we're going to really see how quickly they mesh together once it's against the Clippers, because not that I think they'll smoke the Clippers, but I just think that th- that's, a, I feel like that's a pretty decent matchup. I would rather have seen. Phoenix and Golden Stakes. I think that would have just been more entertaining. But, you know, I do think, though, I just, you know, my gut's telling me it's either Phoenix or Denver coming out of the West. Mm-hmm. So so I think that that playoff tree branch, I think whoever wins that's winning, winning it, going to the finals. Because I just, from what I've seen throughout the season and just the, the ebbs and flows of it, I just, Sacramento, Golden State, Memphis, and L.A., I just, I can't see any of them being consistent enough at any stage 
to mm-hmm. beat either Denver or Phoenix. So it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm going to be really surprised to see what happens because, you know, there's always twists and turns. But if we can get a Sacramento first round win. I would I would be crazy excited because <laughs> that would be that mm-hmm. would just be. Oh, yeah. Crazy. If, they, if they take if they take Golden State out. Oh, Ooh. man. The storylines behind that, because, I mean, the Kings, although they are the three seed, they yeah. are the underdogs right now. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know, so for sure. Yeah, it's but, um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, because I think I think if Golden State and Los Angeles are eliminated by the semifinals, I mean, that's that opens the window up 10 times. It would have been if one of them stays. Mm-hmm. So I'd be, it's going to be an interesting playoffs. I'm, I'm extremely excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sure am, too, man. And we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, it's. Right now, we just got to kind of wait and see now. Of course, we know, I think that with the Nuggets, we just don't know who the Nuggets matchup will be. Yeah. Um, but we will know that by Friday night. Yep. Um, so, and then game one will be on Sunday, I believe, 8th. We have the late game on TNT, if I remember correctly. I, yeah. I, did, I did see that. Um, so that, that should be interesting. But, yeah, do you think the Nuggets win game one regardless of who they play? Talk to me. You know, my heart wants to say yes, but my head says no. You know, I think I've seen too much inconsistency with all this rest to where I, again, it does depend on who they play. I think that'll, that'll be definitely be a factor, but I think especially if it's a Minnesota or a, or a new Orleans after them playing two games, cause I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to hear your opinion, but do you think two games is going to be kind of a wear and tear or do you think it's going to be a, okay, we're ready to play the playoffs kind of like what, what's the amount of games you think gets a team well these lower teams, I guess mm-hmm. gets them ready because now the Nuggets are going to be sitting on a whole week of nothing. So I, I worry about that. Yeah. I, I actually think having those two games under your belt is a benefit. Yeah. Like I believe that because I think, and it's not the and because it's not a it's not back to back, right? Like if no. I could understand if it was like a back to back and then you gotta play your first round matchup yeah. like three days and four nights type of situation. That's not the case. Like, mm-hmm. but all they're doing right now, like even though they took a L last night, the Timberwolves still learn from that. True. They learn some they they got film to watch. They got because what they experienced was playoff speed. As much yeah. as it was just a play in game, <laughs> yeah. that was playoff intensity, even though it was, you know, it was kind of some bad basketball at times, but yeah. you can't say the effort wasn't there. We saw True. LeBron dive on the floor oh, yeah. and slide yeah. across. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the effort was there on both sides. It For was sure. just that, you know, there was maybe some rust there, or just certain players were just not as locked in. Yeah. You know? But it I think I think being able to play a couple games is a benefit. So I, I I'm starting to think that game one may not be the best situation for the Nuggets. Yeah. But all that but that means they're gonna have to take back home court advantage. True. Because you took all season building yeah. up the opportunity to get that first seed so that you can have home court advantage throughout the playoffs or throughout at least the Western Conference playoffs. You can't just go lose that in game one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like that is, that has to be what Michael Malone and the coaching staff is preaching to the team. Like you have to get out game one and jump on whatever team you're playing. Because yeah. if we go back to just having a catch up or we have to be down in the series and have to come back, 
three one again. Yeah, Bro, yeah, I don't yeah. want to see another three one <laughs> deficit, man. I don't care if yeah. they pull it off. Like, I don't yeah. want to see it because that's like, can we just start dominating, please? Like, can yeah. we can we see a Nuggets team that's just ready to just stomp on somebody for one? Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. so I mean, either way, I think the Nuggets win whatever series they get to start off with. Um, but that second round is where is where it's gonna get it's gonna get tough. It's gonna yeah. get tough. But yeah. if they, I'll tell you this, and and this is this is just what it is. If the Nuggets, if the Nuggets make it out that second round, they're going to the finals, right? Because yeah. if they make it out the second round, I think this team is a momentum team. It is yeah. absolutely a momentum team. And once they really get going, because if KCP is hitting threes again, if Bruce Brown is hitting threes again, the Nuggets are going to be very hard for anybody to beat. Because we just talked about it the other day. Yeah, If KCP is starting to hit those threes like he did in his last game of the season, right after we talked about it, hit what, six threes or something like that? If we get that from him and Michael Porter is shooting that way as well, Mm -hmm. good luck to everybody. That's just how I see it because, and we're not, we haven't even talked about playoff Jamal Murray or Jokic who elevates his game because he does play better in the playoff despite popular belief. He plays better in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know where this whole thing about Jokic not performing in the playoffs comes from because nobody actually watches him play. Yes, (laughs) the team as a whole hasn't accomplished what they were, but you got to think, but but there's context to that. There's, Faku Kampazzo and <laughs> Rivers, and these are the guys yeah. who Jokic was starting with. Like, like yeah. you cannot, you can't. Like, you come on, man. Like, yeah. it's, I don't understand. You can't use those moments and say, "Oh well, Jokic stinks in the playoffs." No, he does not. Yeah, he elevates every single time. So we'll see how it goes, man. Um, you know, obviously we'll, we'll see what that first round matchup will know by Friday night, and then the Nuggets have a day and a half really to prepare for their first round opponent. Um, but before we go, I just want one last thing here. Right before we got on, I did send you the NBA jersey sales. Yep. Um, that did come out today, and there was just one thing on there that kind of shocked me because when the first the first iteration of this list came out, I want to say about a month or so into the season, maybe two months into the season, yeah, Jokic was not on the list at all. He yeah. was not on the list. And I remember people saying, well, how can you be an MVP without being on the list? That means nobody's buying your jerseys. That's this and that, this and that. Yeah. The new list comes out for the second half of the season. Jokic is now on the list. But there's a particular player who Jokic is actually above on this list, which was kind of surprising to me. Mm-hmm. The player that is more than likely about to win the MVP in Joel Embiid. Yeah. Jokic sold more jerseys than Joel Embiid the second half of the NBA season, although everybody's been raving about Joel Embiid, this, Joel Embiid, that. Because here's the yeah. thing. When Jokic was not on the list the first time, people clowned him. Because I remember I had to get on here and I did a whole rant about the same jersey sales situation defending Jokic like he doesn't have social media. He don't care about none of this stuff, blah, blah, blah. But you got to keep the same energy now. You got to. You got to because if if it mattered to y'all back then and saying he was trash because he wasn't on the jersey list, why is he over y'all MVP now? Why? I don't know. I'm just just a fan. I'm just watching. I'm just – I don't know. I thought that was what, – what were your thoughts when you just at least took a look at the list? 
Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of what you did, like kind of what you were talking about. It it was, it was more just kind of like, um, interesting how, uh, you know, that, cause I always see it as that lack of a narrative. Like when they can't find something to, especially cause this was halfway through the season. It was, it was Jokic and nobody else by a mile. Right. Um, so I think it was, I think that was kind of the thing. And it was like, well, since everybody wants Jokic, everybody thinks it's Jokic. Like we got to find something that's like, well, why doesn't this equate to this? And I think that's where we saw that, you know, that Jersey conversation have to somehow impact MVPs. So, you know, it's funny, Uh, you know, you got to take these, of course, with a great assault because Jordan Poole's at 15 and I know we talked about it. I understand. I understand. Like I said, the only reason I brought this up was because everybody clowned Jokic for this to start the season. Yeah. Because truth be told, I would have never even brought up the jersey sales because I don't care about that. That means nothing. Yeah. But the fact that people were using that to look at Jokic and say, oh, well, how can your yeah. guy be so good if nobody's buying his jersey? Bro, nobody cares. Yeah. It's a jersey. It's yeah, like, okay, cool. We all know most people buy jerseys of players who won championships. That is a fact. Hey, not me. Oh, not me, not me. We well, got... see, no, but, but you were and for some context here, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, he's yeah. rock, he's rocking a Jokic jersey right now, so he understands what it is. But no, I, I just, know, no, I totally just, agree. <laughs> I just totally put agree. that on there just to be facetious, man. Of because course, it's, it's just I thought it was so petty when people were of using course. it to 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 use that as a way to to go at Jokic now. But it's just yeah. so funny how now that Jokic is on the list and he's above Joel Embiid now, nobody's talking. I don't know. It just seems hypocritical to me. Well, it's funny because in the comments, it's all about, well, you know, I don't see who has ever worn a uh, Jokic Uh jersey. And it's like, and then you click on their profile and it's Mavs and Sixers. So shocker. But (laughs) there's no there's no surprise to none of that stuff now. But like I said, I just I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was kind of funny, you know, but, you know, I don't don't care about no jersey sales, man. None of that stuff really matters at the end of the day. But Listen, Jack, bro, I appreciate you, um, you know, getting on here today. And, and yeah, I know man. it's kind of like impromptu and everything, but, you know, definitely talking some nuggets. Obviously, we will, um, once we know, once we know our matchup, yeah, you know, we will do a nice preview episode. Sure. Um, maybe, maybe Saturday, maybe yeah. Saturday, we could probably plan um, another episode here, bring, maybe bring um, another two guests on and we all just kind of talk, you know, just kind of preview the nuggets versus whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, in that first round, and then as the playoffs go, we go. So we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll be here up until the end of everything. So um, before we head out of here, is there anything else you wanted to say to the people? Yeah, go buy a Jokic jersey. Bring the, bring those <laughs> bring those sales up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, listen, everybody who is tuned in right now, we always appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate your feedback, everything, you know, just your Twitter comments, everything about the clips and stuff that we post. Um, Things will just continue getting better. We'll keep progressing. We'll have more guests on, things like that. So we'll make this continue happening for y'all. But until next time, we will be back once we know who the Nuggets are playing in the first round. And then we will go from there. And if anybody wants to get on the show as a guest, come on and share your thoughts, get some stuff off your chest. You can absolutely do that. Just reach out to us, to any of us on, on Twitter, myself, Jack, Nelson, you know, just anybody and we'll, we'll get you on the show. But until next time, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. Peace. Peace.